Day 7. The Introduction of the Decameron. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Decameron by Giovanni Boccaccio. Translated by M. Rick. Day 7. The Introduction. Endeth here the sixth day of the Decameron, beginneth the seventh, in which, under the rule of Dioneo, discourse is had of the tricks which, either for love or for their deliverance from peril, ladies have heretofore played their husbands, and whether they were by the said husbands detected or no. Fled was now each star from the eastern sky, save only that which we call Lucifer, which still glowed in the whitening dawn, when uprose the seneschal, and with a goodly baggage train, heed him to the lady's veil, there to make all things ready according to the ordinance and the commandment of the king. Nor was it long after his departure that the king rose, being awakened by the stir and bustle that the servants made in lading the horses, and being risen he likewise roused all the ladies and the other gallants. And so, when as yet it was scarce clear daybreak, they all took the road, nor seemed it to them that the nightingales and the other birds had ever chanted so blithely as this morning, by which hoyer they were attended to the lady's wail, where they were greeted by other warblers, not a few, that seemed rejoiced at their arrival. Rowing about the wail, and surveying its beauties afresh, they rated them higher than on the previous day, as indeed the hour was more apt to shew them frost. Then with good wine and comfort they broke their fast, and that they might not lag behind the songsters, they fell a-singing, where to the whale responded, ever echoing their strains, nor did the birds, as minded not to be beaten, fail to swell the chorus with notes of unwonted sweetness. However, breakfast time came, and then the tables being laid under a living canopy of trees, and besides other goodly trees that fringed the little lake, they sat them down, in order, as to the king seemed meet. So they took their meal, glancing from time to time at the lake, where the fish darted to and fro in multitudinous shoals, which afforded not only delight to their eyes, but matter for converse. Breakfast ended, and the tables removed, they fell a-singing again, more blithely than before. After which, there being set, in diverse places about the little whale, beds which the discreet seneschal had duly furnished and equipped, within and without with store of French coverlets, and other bedgear, all that were so minded, had leave of the king to go to sleep. And those that cared not to sleep might betake them, as each might choose, to any of their wonted diversions. But all at length being risen, and the time for addressing them to the story-telling being come, the king had carpets spread on the sword no great way from the place where they had breakfasted, and all having set them down beside the lake, he bade Amelia begin, which, blithe and smiling, Amelia did on this wise. End of Introduction of the Seventh Day